feel grossly underprepared for what we're about to do. I don't know okay. about you. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, as I'm looking at my notes, just based on the tr- minute 40 second trailer. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I don't remember anything from the finale. Except for the fact that there was a comet. Baby Anthony was an adult. And then honestly, like, what happens in the finale is almost entirely separate from what happened in the rest of the sixth season. Because for most of the season, they're dealing with Percival. And they're trying to figure out how to defeat Percival. Right. And at that point and the finale, that's over. Now it's just like, we need to challenge this comet. The penultimate episode is when they defeat Percival, but the last thing he does before Mr. Lou Cipher, if you recall him. Right, yes, yes, uh, yes. Before he takes his soul off to hell, the last thing Percival does is change the trajectory of Bailey's Comet to head directly towards Riverdale. Yes, that. So that's where we get the actual finale from, but I also could not remember what was happening because those two things were almost unrelated (laughs) entirely the only thing that kind of bleeds over is they had to use all of their superpowers to stop the comet but again like because of everything i mean i guess it was a trickle down at that point but everything that percival had done or things that he managed to alter plus all the witchiness of it you know again we have an we have an adult baby anthony Yes, which I had questions about then. I still have questions about it now. Yeah. But I don't even think baby Anthony's going to be in. I mean, he doesn't appear to be involved in season no. seven Riverdale. So I'm just going to stop us for a second because we I never introduced us. We no, just, no. Because again, we'll go we on just a dove right into it. This is I hate it. Let's watch it. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. We're doing a little recap of season six of Riverdale and an analysis of the trailer for season seven ahead of the premiere, which is just days away. Yeah. The end of an era. It really is. Not going to lie, though. Um, We weren't exactly bummed to hear that it would be the final season. No, it, this is more like a put it out of its misery kind of thing (laughs) um and if anything if anybody's gonna appreciate it more i think it's you only because you're doing a full-blown rewatch of the entire series right now full rewatch i don't think i'm gonna make it i i feel like i'm gonna finish season four and then i just i don't know that's when it should have ended actually it should have ended season three season four is a fucking nightmare it should not have occurred to me i'll be like in bed mindlessly watching God only knows what. And you you just give me this whole breakdown of it's just the a form. Rant. Yeah, and I, I, I love it because it's things that I forgot that I'm like, oh, wow, that really did happen. It is a nice refresher, but it's yeah. also a reminder of, I mean, you can start to see when and how things go wrong and the decisions that the writers are making that take the show in a direction that is just irreparably terrible. So it is kind of nostalgic because you do get to remember why and when the show was good, but you also just watch it die a slow death over several seasons. And so it's just like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, because you can actually at that, you can pinpoint them like, and this is where it began. Or this is- There's definitely not just one thing. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) But 
again, there were things that you would bring up that I'm like, oh, I did enjoy when that happened. Or that yeah. was for a whacked out storyline that was actually pretty entertaining. You know, like, but it, it it is at a point where last season just killed. Last season was so rough. It was incredibly rough. It was such a departure from everything that we were used to. And that's, I think that's part of the issue. Because even in season five, there was still a serial killer afoot. There was still weird investigations going on. There was relationship drama. It was kind of annoying drama, but it, you know, it was more comfortable to watch. But season six, this this whole Percival thing, the superpowers, the witch stuff, it was so much extra bullshit that took away from the relationships and the characters. It was, it was not good. It did. And it's the one thing I can say, even as ridiculous as these storylines were in the past, they kind of had a basis into, I'm going to say, real life. I thought you were gonna say reality. I'm which well, I'm is gonna, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Well, I was trying to figure out like which way should I word it, but the Griffins and Gargoyles thing. Okay, Dungeons and Dragons. It it had elements, you know, the farm was I don't know, any cult nowadays. Yeah, literally any cult. So, pick any one. cult. Um had a little bit of everything in it. But these are things that we see kind of in normal life that they mm-hmm. brought to oh so it's like okay, like but last season just not none of that's real not none of that would happen like could happen right yes all of a sudden these people who were innocent innocent i mean innocent. archie was boning his teacher in the first season i mean wow you're going like real far back for an but, example but we can compare- talk about like people like veronica put a hit out on hiram like what <laughs> right yes <laughs> these people are not innocent but now these people have superpowers and there's like a parallel universe of course because it just it sure yeah i think we struggled every week so it we absolutely did (laughs) to see it wrap up and not honestly though not know at this point how it will because we're predicting that it's gonna do what it did with river vale and just give us like a few episodes of like this fever dream and then maybe wrap things up i don't know Yeah, I tried really hard to research to see if there was any information out there on how long we could expect to be in the 50s. And there's nothing. Nobody's saying anything about anything. But it doesn't sound like we're going to be there for the whole season. But that could mean five episodes like Rivervale or it could mean 12 episodes like half the season could be in the past. That just feels like a huge waste of time to me because none of it really matters in the same way that anything that happened in Rivervale, nothing really mattered. I think Roberto Aguirre Sacasa did say that it's a similar sort of thing. Like, we shouldn't ignore everything that happens in the 50s and that things will carry over and mm. like they don't, it's not necessarily standalone, but it's also obviously like not canon you know like all the relationships that they get to explore and variations on couples and things that are happening is like not gonna be part of the future i guess we just don't know what the peril is like is the peril for season seven only how do we get out of the 50s or is there another big bad that will be introduced to later once they do get out of the 50s 
given this trailer, this preview, mm-hmm. I don't know what part of it could really roll over. Especially last season, because I needed it a lot. But the Archieverse wiki page, fandom wiki page, I is my holy grail mm-hmm. when I'm trying to basically decipher anything. And they broke down each person, each main character, and where they're at in the 50s. Just a quick sentence for each of them. Okay. So if you want, I'll start with that, and then we could have fun analyzing the shit out of it. Okay. So here we go. We have... Archie's the old, again, some people are going to be basically their same person, but. (laughs) Yes, because Archie, let me tell you, very little has changed about Archie from season (laughs) one Archie to season six Archie. His character arc is a straight fucking line. Yeah, well, it's going to stay straight. (laughs) Great, perfect. Archie's the classic all-American teen coming of age, getting into trouble, and learning life lessons. (laughs) Boring. Betty's the girl next door. Duh. Starting to question everything about her perfect life, including her controlling mother, Alice. Okay, so like season one. (laughs) Right, I guess, but more in the 50s. (laughs) Veronica is a Hollywood starlet who moved to Riverdale under mysterious circumstances. Killed her husband. Probably. So Uh, wait, are they all in, they're all in high school though, right? Okay, this is when we get more into the trailer. I have a question. Okay. Uh, Cheryl is the queen bee, obviously. Yeah. With a withering wit and secret longing. That's very vague and ominous. But okay. Well, secret longing is like, obviously, she's still a lesbian. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, they can't just bring it back a little. Tony is an activist fighting for the black students of recently integrated Riverdale High. Makes sense. Kevin is a square crooner wrestling with his sexual identity. Again. This, this one's a little odd. Reggie's a basketball star from farm country farm country hmm and fangs is a greaser who's destined to be an elvis type star interesting (laughs) we obviously know jughead is just you know he's the only one that knows yeah that he's in the 50s and they shouldn't be there and all that blah 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 and then it says here it isn't until jughead is visited by tabitha that he learns the cosmic truth of their predicament will jughead and the gang be able to return to the present or will our characters be trapped in the 50s forever and if so is that such a bad thing I mean, I'm guessing no, that they won't. <laughs> so, yeah, spoiler so, alert, no. So that was the little breakdown, I guess, of how they're going to be in the 50s. But it's also a pretty decent breakdown of how they are currently. So Yeah. <laughs> so, again, I don't think much is going to change or has changed for them. No, I mean, just the they can finally really lean into that whole um, all of our shit's really old, like all of our clothes, all of our accessories, all of our cars. Like now that all makes sense. Right. In in a 50s like, context. Whereas if before, there's a <laughs> hospital, I mean, the candy stripers are right. Yeah. And something that I'm being reminded of as I do my rewatch, um, they just call it like an infirmary in their school. Just like, oh, yeah. To the infirmary. Get, you know, call the infirmary. And it's like, what the fuck what right says this very odd very odd okay sure i didn't exactly write shit down in order it's all over this page because i had typed stuff prior and then printed it out and then wrote notes when i watched so it's okay we don't have to go chronologically through the trailer because i mean the trailer's all over the place too yeah i do want to go back to the veronica thing okay in the trailer she goes i yeah i'm that veronica lodge and i'm like even just her attitude. I'm like, aren't they all supposed to be the same age? 
And she's yeah. acting like she's older than them, and they're still in high school. Unless she's like a um, like a Hannah Montana starlet or something, you know, like she's Maybe. on a a show as a teenager and and is like super famous and yeah, popular. Yeah, and we do see her make out with Jughead. I hate the that. There, I didn't like. They never, they never had chemistry. There was that one time that they kissed. Yes, when in they like did the season two. Yeah, so stupid. That was uncomfortable, and they did it again in the. Uh, the Midnight Club at flashback episode right, when they're playing G and G. So like it's just it's never worked, and I feel like that's why they've never even really gone into that. It's always just like a kiss, and then they're like, okay, no, that's not where we need to be. Even with Rivervale and how they had to do right, one yeah. Time I felt smart, and they had to do that whole like Dawn. I I still don't understand that. I though. know, it but I felt no smart sense. explaining what I didn't understand. I, I I don't understand how I thought I did, but whatever. <laughs> it still makes no sense. It, right. But even then, he was like, oh, our somewhat counterparts have to do and reenact the same thing. So it would have been him and Veronica. So it was just. But um, it never happens because Veronica it never happens. gets stabby stepped. But yeah. Yeah, so that's something I just, I don't want. I want no part of. And the other thing is Archie and Cheryl, <laughs> which I also Weird. don't want any part of. I don't know. I just. <sighs> She's also her typical self. Yeah. Like, you know, just that boss bitch, my way or the highway, like, he's going to be her little pet. You know, like. They're trying that kind to of set thing. this up like it's new, but it's all the same shit. Just in a different decade. And yeah, they're kind of mixing up the couples and stuff, but everybody is their same selves. Nobody is like so drastically different that it makes sense that they would be with different people. Right. I don't. And even Betty and Kevin, they are good friends. In the beginning of the show, it was, you know. Right. They were besties. You know, besties, you know. And now Kevin dragged her to get her lobotomy in, in the farm <laughs> then oh, things kind God. of splintered <laughs> that was one of those times when i was like no not kevin too poor kevin honestly kevin he gets the I, shit i recently i thought it was more recently that he's been really shat on as a character but it's been throughout riverdale he just has the short stick in every situation and it's like oh this poor kid him and reggie mm-hmm. yeah they're both abused at one point, there's a line from Benny that says, Kevin, it's time to start cramming. And I'm like, okay, I know it's about studying. And then I think they're going to have like this whole sex ed episode where um, there's orgies everywhere. And I'm like, what is this, Infinity Pool? And oh, no. <laughs> because the way they did the montage of the orgy. Yeah, it I was, was very like, trippy. Oh, very trippy. As long as there's no like nipple excretions, I'm okay. <laughs> but yeah that was one of those things where i was like wow everyone's fucking yeah which is something we didn't really see in past seasons but it's not everybody fucking everybody we saw cheryl and archie together which makes sense if they're getting married or you know whatever and then there's betty and archie together which makes sense because we're used to them and then i think they had kevin and a new character named Mm -hmm. clay or something so i think they hook up and then who else was in that montage because like really wasn't anybody like super shocking was it tony maybe 
Tony was singing and like massaging herself the whole time, and so. she was like in a turtleneck. I'm yeah, like, like, like a, well, like a, at a all. turtleneck. I don't Body know. Suit? I mean, like, it's a look. It's a more sophisticated, sexy, which is not generally what we see from Tony. But right, it's like her opposite. I guess if everybody has to have somewhat of her opposite <laughs> happening. Right. Right. True. Is Ethel a serial killer? She's covered in blood, but we and haven't we see really known table Ethel. saw action. Yeah, that's the only saw. part of this that I don't understand. <laughs> like, where does that come from? Yeah, who could that be? Like, we're we're out of murderers at this point. Like, Percival is gone. The TBK is gone. Is he gone? Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, they got they got him. <laughs> oh, right, they did get him. They got him, but who who else would even really? I don't know. I don't know either. So that's the only perplexing part of this trailer. Archie's like strapped to a table. There's like candles and rose petals around, which makes it seem like it must have Bunker-ish? been like a romantic. Maybe. I mean, if we don't get to see the bunker in <laughs> season seven, I will be very upset because it has featured prominently in every season since we it discovered has. it. <laughs> So it's my favorite part of the show, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I do enjoy that they embrace the fact that it's a sex bunker and they just call mm-hmm. it the sex bunker. Currently, <laughs> where I'm at in season four, are being used to imprison Penelope. So, like, I feel like oh, that was yes, kind yes, of yes. a weird part of the sex bunker's history because generally it's a getaway for, for the kids. But right. now it's a prison for Penelope Blossom. And it was sort of a prison for Jughead when he, like, forced himself to stay down there to write and all that and then had his hallucinations. Went and... on his trip. Yep. Yeah. Um. Wow. <laughs> the bunker's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Does it have electricity? Does it not have electricity? It still baffles me, like, how it came to be in the first place. Like, I know it's Dilton Doily's bunker, but they never explain, like, did he build it? Was it already there and he found it and sort of took it to be his own? Because it's a big bunker and I don't think a kid could build it. Right. I wonder if they use that same bunker for inheritance. Did we talk about that? We definitely talked about it. We, we definitely <laughs> mentioned a possible crossover. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the inheritance bunker was a little more. It was not as nice. No. Yeah, and I it think it a... had more of like a a hallway before yes, you even got to it. Yes, a long hallway. Oh, Archie does say a line where he goes, "Life's good. Why would we want to go back?" I mean, fair. Uh, Riverdale <laughs> of the future really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> then we see him on a table about to get then maybe that's his come to jesus moment and he's like oh you know what maybe it is time to get out of here being almost killed by a bear is so much better than this oh my god that never gets old no. but yeah i mean i don't think i i see his point because riverdale as we left it is not a great place to be yeah <laughs> so so i was we... kind of on his side with that one yeah and i guess I don't know. I mean, there's really no fallout potentially from the comet, but Riverdale as a town must be like in ruins, essentially. Which is why I'm confused how they're gonna, like, if this 1950s thing is going to just be a part of the season and not the full thing, because again, if they go back to regular, I mean, they're done. Yeah, I... I mean, we have to we have to go back because that's where we started. And I do think that they're going to try to wrap it up in a way that's satisfying to the audience. And I think if we wrapped up in the 50s that with like characters that aren't our characters that we right. know and love, I don't think they would do that to us. So we have to go back. It's just like how how long are we going to dither in the past 
and how much time are we going to get kind of tying up the loose ends, which I'm trying to even think, like, what are the loose ends at this point? It's like, who's Archie going to end up with? Well, I mean, that's that's the main question. I mean, that's always going to be the main question. So if that's the only thing we have to tie up or do we like since it's this weird time travel of it all, do, do they find a way to get back but not all the way back and they're like back to season one? (laughs) <laughs> and then they stop Jason Blossom from being murdered and like none of the shit and that everybody's happy <laughs> yeah like Hiram never gets out of prison and like everybody lives happily ever after because let's be real when Hiram got out of prison that's when that's everything when, yeah. went to shit like that would be a very ideal situation in a way because I feel like if they introduce anything new I mean great, yeah. that's not gonna happen but I'm just saying right, like, like there's not enough left to no so there's nothing to go back to their present day absolutely not there's no reason for that but to close this out i just i don't it would have to be something significant that you know brings us back to something that's reminiscent of past seasons or something like i just i i do you think cfp i I was just gonna say do you think that we're gonna see a lot of people coming back i would love that i think that would make up for the insanity that we're we've gotten to like i mean there's people we've never heard from again like never heard from again yes i mean there's plenty of people we've never heard right from but again. i'm saying that had a decently significant dead. role well yeah most of them are dead actually <laughs> that's true <laughs> jughead's mom i forget her name gladys gladys and uh what's his sister's name <laughs> Je- Jelly Bean. <laughs> Jelly Bean, how could I forget? Man, I hope Jelly Bean got, you know, got back on the straight and narrow after the whole auteur thing. <laughs> that, see, and that was another fucking crazy thing and a significant role for her, like a significant plot point at the time. Oh, but it was so fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, she didn't want Jughead to go to college, so she started spying on people and making And then they end up tapes. moving anyway. Oh, so fucking dumb. <sighs> and it just So yeah, we never see oh. them again. Hermosa, remember Hermosa? Hermosa. Well, we we sort of did, because right, she was on the phone. phone. (laughs) Right. Oh God, there just but there were people that ended up living that we just (laughs) never heard from again. Yeah, and it would be kind of cool to see where they're at. Yeah, I will say watching it all in like one big chunk, it's easier to believe that the writers had certain things planned in advance. I think it's hard when there's so much time between the seasons to look at a plot point and be like, um, where is this coming from? Like, right, right. I've never heard of this before. And to be fair, the word palladium is never mentioned until season five, but when you're kind of watching Hiram line up all of his little dominoes to be able it to makes get sense to the planium. Yeah. I don't know if that was their idea from the beginning, but like if they just had some vague concept of he wanted Riverdale for something else, it makes sense that they just decided it's palladium. But I just oh. find that so interesting. But I feel like they could bring something back that maybe we're not thinking about because it's been so long and we're just we've like forgotten about it yeah. i'm still thinking about evelyn now because like the farm is fresh in my mind wasn't but... she pregnant and in jail no she wasn't pregnant was she i couldn't why did who, i think she was who pregnant? impregnated her <laughs> i don't know why did i think she was pregnant i don't know <laughs> no maybe i'm thinking of polly being oh 
I mean, that was ages ago. Well, no, weren't they? Wasn't she gonna have another baby? That oh, in Rivervale, and when, when they brought she was her pregnant back with somehow? like triplets. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. then she had to go, didn't she? Okay, <laughs> she just had to go. No, right? Like they they didn't they weren't allowed to stay. Like Cheryl had to. Um, oh, she had. A, it was one of the other. She had or to banish like them or something. But then I think Polly was around before the comet. She was, but like then she had to go. <laughs> no, no, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was there. She was yeah. there right before the comet because it was right. Yeah, she was helping Alice, Betty. Betty, and they were like together yeah. before the comet hit. Right. So she didn't have to go yet because she was there. Yeah, I, fine, but like she's gone now. Like she couldn't. Well, yeah, stay. no, she's, she's we're not, not resurrected. No, she went with the cut. The comet took her out with everybody else. She's gone. <laughs> right. It's a nineteen fifty-five. <laughs> Oh no! I just will she don't be in 1955? See, this is I don't know. I looked for questions. her in the trailer, but I didn't really see. I was looking for like surprising faces. I think I couldn't tell if this person because they showed somebody at one point that looked a bit like Dilton Doily, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, why do you show up everywhere? Right. But I thought he also kind of it was such a quick flash, and he kind of looked like a nerdy Reggie. So if like they if they change up Reggie's look at all, I that's guess what it I, could well, be him. He's a basketball star from farm country, and he was playing basketball in that scene. Yeah, but he's wearing so very glasses. Well been, so <laughs> what is that? Like, uh, like what is that part of his character? He's a geek from the farm country. I don't <laughs> he's know. He's not a geek from the farm. He's a basketball player from the farm country. In the I 50s, don't know. Everybody was weird. I don't know. In the fifties, everybody was weird. You heard I it here first. I don't know. I I'm just. So the other person, I think that the old guy who oh, was right. like, I'm pretty Wasn't sure that original principal. I think he was Mr. Dupont, who was the teacher at Stonewall Prep. What about the one? Oh, you know who I'm thinking of? Who? Who was the one during the Griffins and Gargoyles era that made them drink the blue? Wasn't he in he on didn't, it or something? He didn't. No, he he died. He got got. Yeah, he got um, got. That's who I thought it was. No. Who the fuck am I thinking of then? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it could be DuPont now that I'm th- now that you said that. I, I'm pretty sure that it is just because now I'm seeing his face all the time again. And I'm just like, thank God I was watching I was watching season four while I watched You're this trailer. You're making me want to rewatch it. And I'm really <laughs> upset. I, I mean, it's totally within your control. It's all on Netflix. So just go right, right. ahead. But now it might just be confusing. And, like, that's why I feel like I have to pick a point to stop because I can't, like, once right, the new season starts, I can't start mixing. <laughs> mixing right, and talk and about the overanalyzing. Confused. Yeah. So it is fun, though. Now we're I'm getting closer to the point where we started doing the podcast. So my brain is working differently watching it. It's just like, right. oh, I, re- I remember, like, analyzing this and preparing to have lengthy discussions. I always think about, like, if we had started earlier. <laughs> Honestly, I really wish we had. <laughs> what season did we meet at? Three? Yeah, probably three, because Luke Perry died in 2019, and that was, like, towards the end of season three. So right. season three must have been on the air in 2018-ish. Right, yeah. But yeah, we... 
Yeah, we had so I really wish we'd been doing we the podcast for season four because season four is garbage. And actually season three, the thing that bothers me is that every season so far has had a murder board and season that makes six, it way more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Season six, you couldn't have a murder board like there was nothing you couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't real. And right. So, so there was nothing you couldn't put it anything together because it wouldn't have mattered. Right, and you didn't know what you could put together, because at the last second, they could just throw something in there and be like, oh, and by the way, in the alternate universe, this was going on, and it's just like, well, fuck you. So that's what made those seasons so much better and compelling to watch, was that you felt like you could play along with it. Yes, and, and you were trying to figure something out. There was an end point. I was yeah. going to say it. I was going to say the other word, but I didn't want to. But yeah, no, I felt like... You're right. We could play along. It was a game. There was something to figure out. There was some... We were after a certain thing. Yes. There there was a question and an answer. Yeah. There was a serial killer. There was this. There was that. And we wanted to figure out who it was. So yes. you wanted to watch every week because you were on this mission. Right. Like the characters. Yes. And now last season was just this load of confusing bullshit. Right. And when you introduce magic and supernatural stuff, nothing makes it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yes, it, it takes away accountability, I feel like, because you can just introduce anything at any moment and say it makes sense because of this X magical quality yes. or whatever. And like that really pisses me off. Mm hmm. Like even with TBK. Like, yeah. okay, we bring in TBK, but wait a minute, it could be anybody at this point because. What reality are we in? Or what level of reality are we in? TBK bothers me more now in retrospect because we didn't know who he was prior mm -hmm. to his unveiling and we never saw him. Like he never interacted with Betty or with anybody to the point where we could have recognized him. So why make him masked in the first place? Right. Why make him mask? And why? I'm forgetting. You could probably help me here. But why was he after her in the first place? He wasn't. He was just a run-of-the-mill serial killer. And that then she was she's, obsessed with She finding. was obsessed with finding. And then he did kidnap her at that one point. And then he thought they had, like, the kinship because he thought he right. saw, like, the darkness in her and whatever. And very then he became... the lambs. Yes. And then he became very obsessed with her in return. So, like, it really didn't have anything to do with her until they met. And then it was about all about Betty because it's always all about Betty with serial mm -hmm. killers. But there was no connection to her. There was no personal connection other than their professional connection. <laughs> so that was so frustrating. And it's still frustrating to me because it's like, why did you make us think that it was going to be somebody that we knew? You know what? For, you know what I love, and I I'm just remembering it now because it was one of those funny moments that we discussed on one of the episodes when Archie and Betty were having that serious conversation about like kids and like birth mm -hmm. control and shit, and she was like, "Well, oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't get it in the well or yeah. <laughs> in the hole or whatever the fuck it was," and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny because it's just like, yeah, okay, you know, TV. Can, can you go pass my purse? Me? Yeah." <laughs> I don't want to miss control. a day, but I thought that was such a funny thing that, like, he asked such a stupid fucking question, but at the same time, her answer was so hilarious because why were you in a hole and yeah. why did he have you there? So it was 
oh my gosh, it just proves the ridiculousness of... Not that we needed to. I mean, it's it's no. proven time and time again in, in a variety of ways that this show is fucking stupid. But the thing that bothers me about it is that I spend a lot of time, and if you listen to our episodes in season five, I spend a lot of time trying to figure out who TBK is and trying to make connections and put things together. And I was convinced it was somebody that we knew because of the connection to Betty and also Mm -hmm. because they kept hiding his face from us and making it seem like his identity was significant. So to find out ultimately that None of that was actually relevant. It was a it was a slap in the face to us. Yes, it's like again we had season five, the murder board, and you yes. did an amazing job with that. I just remember I like looking forward to like <laughs> the analysis every week and where where we were at at that point, and then this comes and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's got to be yes, somebody fucking insane, like. I had There's, a million great uh, ideas. I had a million great ideas. Somebody's coming out of the woodwork. I honestly thought that it was going to be somebody related to Glenn, like Glenn's brother or something was going to end up being TVK. I was so convinced. It would have been kind of <sighs> cool if it was like a long lost uncle. Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> seriously, how many long lost family members do we have to put up with Only in this saying show? that, only saying that like a brother of the dad's name. How? How? And then, like, because he was the Black Hood, so now we have his brother that he didn't know he had. The Blue team. Hood. The Blue Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Could you Why imagine? Do I find that's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's so stupid. Because I'm trying to, like, think of, like, oh, but then in some lights, like, the trash bag kind of looked blue. So I was like, wow, that's, that is where she got that from. But I, <laughs> the Blue Hood. Didn't we at one point think something about a brown hood? Weren't we talking about a brown hood? Oh, well, because when Jughead writes his story for Stonewall Press, it's like Schmitty Schmooper and the brown hood (laughs) and like Jarhead Joe. (laughs) Like it's the character and it's like, wow. Oh my God, you can't, right? Like, can you just reach? Like, don't make it that obvious, thanks. Sweet Jesus. (laughs) Oh my God, we're going to have every color hood by the time this is over. Honestly, I, I'm done with hoods. I don't want to see another damn hood. Yeah, no more hoods, no more trash bags, no more masked <laughs> creatures, no more... Oh, God. Although, unless they give us some type of conclusion to it to make us do some investigating, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they could introduce at this point that would be satisfying in terms of a conclusion. Like, I think we've rehashed a lot of the villains. You know, like, the Black Hood was gone and then came back. And Hiram was gone and then he came back. And, you know, like, there's just... We've done it so many times with the same crowd. And introducing something new, I feel like, is a little ambitious for one season. Unless they make it span time. (laughs) Like, they meet a villain in the 50s that is still around in Riverdale in present day somehow. I just imagine a villain in the 50s is dressed like the Hamburglar. <laughs> like, it just gives off that vibe to me that Honestly, if they had some type of... it's like... Right? But it's like... I mean, Jughead's sitting at... in a booth with a typewriter. Does he bring that with him everywhere? Yeah, it's really not convenient for no. portable. <laughs> but it was writing. a nice looking one. Yeah. Well, that that's the golden age of typewriters. The that's 50s. true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just picture like a Hamburglar where it's like 
you know the person, but they're yes. going to act like they don't know the person just because of an eye covering. And can we can we talk about how many times people have been shot in pops? Like, I, I honestly forgot how it's many times. It's a magnet for bullets. It's a lot. <laughs> and they in season two, they're all like, oh, it's the murder diner. And like, they have to do this fundraiser to save pops. And it's like, but it actually is the murder it diner. It kind of is. A lot of people get shot and or killed in or around pops. <laughs> I also feel like, again, it's location that they could have fixed that whole issue Early on. Pick it up and move it. <laughs> move it. Because the issue we have now is that it's on a ghost train. Oh, but yeah, that's fine. I mean, we've eliminated the threat, right? We're done with that? Sure. We don't have to worry okay. about the ghost train anymore. <laughs> if not, just drunk truckers killing people. Yeah, I mean, that's a, you know, separate, like, yeah, that's a separate issue. It's a separate thing. But right, and then we had that the, the trucker, the killing, what were they called? The trucker, the guy that... The trucker? But wasn't there a whole thing where the truckers were taking the prostitutes? Yes, but <laughs> but it was the Blossom Bastards, the uh, the Starkweathers that were doing, right. But wasn't there that. a name? weren't weren't we naming the truckers something? Wasn't oh, I mean, something? I called him the Lonely Highway Killer, but I I don't. Okay, yes. Yeah, so there was there ended a... up being more than one of them. So I don't know. They interchanged. Stupid. Wow, this is giving me a headache. I know there's there's a lot. And see, here's the thing. I feel like we're jumping all over the place talking about lots of different things because we have no idea what's going to be relevant, what's going to be like important in the final A lot season. of things we say could very well pop up. Exactly. Like we could have easily predicted tons of things just now. Yeah. So it's just kind of like throwing a bunch of shit at the wall and seeing what's going to stick. <laughs> yep. That's our way. And that's, you know, I think that's all I got on that preview. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what to say about the trailer because a lot of it is just like, we're in the 50s and that's the trailer. And then it's like everybody else is saying we're in the 50s oh, and Jughead's saying we're in the wrong place. And then it's like, oh, okay, great. So it's just like the last episode of Rivervale, but in the 50s. I did have one more comment that there was a snippet and you see Betty hairspraying her hair. Oh my God. And I'm a little scared that we might get a musical. Episode oh, we're absolutely gonna get a musical episode of hairspray because how I mean, convenient. I do like hairspray. No, I don't mind hairspray, but I just think it's so cliche, and especially yeah. how they that particular quick scene they show is like Betty literally has a beehive hairdo and she's hairspraying the shit out of it. And you yeah. see Archie behind her getting right. a roll in his face. And, so there's, I, and he's like very comically like. <laughs> right. So it does seem like it's out of a, a musical number. Which, yeah. I mean, I don't think we can avoid it. No. It's, I mean, it's been they, a they, constant <laughs> source of awful. I mean, it's got to make up for the American Psycho one, which was awful. <sighs> Honestly, they were all pretty terrible. They were, but some at least had like musical background. Carrie was the only slightly passable one and that's yeah. because it they when they were singing they were singing in rehearsals for the musical after that they started right. taking the musical numbers off book and into the real life situations yeah. and it, it did not work as well no I didn't like or that at all at all garbage yeah, the musical numbers are starting to pick up in season four because, of course, with La Bonne Nuit, we've got Veronica performing every other fucking night. 
and Josie's gone, so, like, we lost the actual musical talent (laughs) of the show. I just don't understand why, like, we needed to replace it. No, yeah, we really didn't need it. Is there some huge significance that we need music in? Look, Camila Mendez has a decent amount of talent, but I wouldn't say that she's, like, a showstopper or anyone who necessarily needs this type of platform to launch a musical career. So, like, let's just not do that. Let's no, I not. feel um, uh, the actress that plays Tony, I think. Oh, better. Vanessa Morgan? Yeah. I think she's a better singer. She sings, too, doesn't she? Uh, she does. I think Lily Reinhardt is really good. She's, like, the strongest person in the musical. The problem with Veronica is that they don't pick they don't always pick good songs for her to sing right. for her range mm-hmm. because she sang one in an episode I was just watching I can't remember the song something about daddy <laughs> obviously um, but like it was sort of like a country-ish song and it was in a lower register she killed it it was amazing but then there are other numbers where she's just just okay yeah, so. no, there were definitely some that I was like, wow, that she did a great job in this one. And then there's like, one time she sang Lady Gaga and there was a song. Yes. Wasn't there a Gaga episode? Or am I thinking of Glee? Am I just totally going to a completely uh, yeah, different I don't think, show? I don't think there was a theme. But there was definitely a time when she sang a Gaga song. There was, I was like, yeah. not yes, the one. I was annoyed because it wasn't, it was Mary the Night and... um. I was annoyed because it wasn't Judas because it was the episode. Yes. With, yeah. With all the biblical references and stuff. And, it, and like they didn't sing Judas. And I was like, why would you not sing Judas? This makes and no I sense. think that song would have been a much better range. Like entertainment wise. And entertainment wise. Like I think performance wise, yeah. it would have given a little more of a show. But yeah. Um, yeah, Mary the Night doesn't fit that shit at all. No, I mean, they that's that's one of the biggest problems with their musical numbers is they're just not choosing their songs appropriately for the performers and even for the moment necessarily. Like, I think they did a better job with it early on and now they're sort of reaching. Right. Oh, man. We either have a lot or a little to look forward to. <laughs> I have to say, though, as much as I remember hating season six, when I was going back and kind of listening to our episodes to refresh my memory about what season six was all about, we do seem to have a really good time talking about Oh, it. yeah. I mean, <laughs> we it's torture to watch, but when we get to talk about it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not all bad. And I will miss Riverdale when it's gone. Yes. It's just, I think that mistakes were made. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry that, <laughs> that we're here, but it was... A big part of my life for the past few years so i i have an appreciation for it and a fondness that cannot be killed apparently (laughs) do we want to take bets if i'll cry at the finale oh you will you absolutely (laughs) will i'll put that poll out when it gets closer oh my god you've cried at like other less things (laughs) yeah less emotional moments But I was going to say, like, yeah, we, we give it shit and all that. But, I mean, let, let me tell you, that's something like I would never be able to do is write a show and not just write a show, but write it with, like, we were talking about before and you were saying before that to have the range to be, like, to set it up for seasons to come mm-hmm. and then backtrack and just kind of be like, huh, yeah, my brain would never be able to fucking figure that shit out or begin it to even. Yeah. So... 
Well, because like even in season one, they're teasing the existence of the farm. And it's interesting to me because I feel like maybe they included it thinking like, okay, well, if we ever get to like season three, we'll develop this more or something. But like they laid the groundwork early. And it's not just like they mention the farm. When they're talking about it, they're implying that there's like sort of like a commune vibe to it. And it sounds like the farm that we come to know. And so I think, you know, any good show, you have to you have to think realistically. And, you know, maybe the first season is the only season you get. So you have to create an arc that you can finish and not leave too many things unknown But assuming you get a season two, now you need to also have things that are going to carry over. And I think Riverdale has played that game inconsistently and (laughs) has maybe stretched things because they didn't know what to do in the meantime. Right. And that kind of created issues and cloudiness because some of the plots, especially in season three, get so convoluted and so complicated and it's like they they all of a sudden had the gift of time where they could explore all of these different things, but they didn't set it up properly. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's hard. It must be really hard to map out a show like this. However, I do think that they should have more people on the continuity team making sure that yeah. things make sense and line up because those are kind of simple things <laughs> that you can do. And um, they just don't do them. And that always really bothers me. Yeah. And I think there's now, again, because you're rewatching, you're going to make me want to rewatch at least season one. (laughs) I missed that. But you saying that there was a hint of the farm in season one. I don't remember that. But also, that was in 2017 when I watched it. Right. So there are people that, of course, are not going to remember that. And then there's probably writers now that are like, holy shit, somebody remembers. (laughs) <laughs> picked up on it you yeah. know what i mean like if well you have to, to yeah you have to go back and i feel that way with a lot of shows not even just riverdale is there's so much time in between seasons and yet the stories are meant to be continuous mm-hmm. so you you really can't watch them separately you have to do the rewatches because the things that the the ground they're laying the little easter eggs they're hiding you forget about them when mm-hmm. there's a year between seasons So it's a lot of time investment. So obviously, like, you're not going to do it with every show you watch. But that's why I kind of wanted to do it for the final season of Riverdale. Like, I'm not going to rewatch all the seasons of Riverdale before every season premieres. But it's the final season. I want everything to be fresh. I want to have those connections made so that when I go into it, if they make a reference that you may not have gotten, you know, otherwise, I want to be able to be like, hey, that was a callback to something that happened in season two. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's a very, very good idea on your part. Well, I'm trying real hard. (laughs) There are not enough hours in the day. (laughs) No, there's not. Thank God season four is 19 episodes. (laughs) I'll forget that you're doing it. And then you hit me with a text message at like 930 at night. And I'm like, oh, you'll be like, I'm at that part where, (laughs) oh, no. (laughs) Where Edgar ever never takes off his shirt to show Benny he has no tattoos. and (laughs) That was the best. You sent me that snap and then you're like, works for me. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it does. He was like, are you satisfied, Benny? Oh, yeah. I was like, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're all satisfied, Chad Montgomery. (laughs) God, yeah, you're definitely making me want to do a rewatch. Well. And we all know I I could rewatch the hell out of a show. You sure can. Or, yeah. It's an endeavor, though. Like, 
I almost didn't, I had to start doing it before I started to really think about it. Cause I was like, if I think about how much time and effort this is going to take, I'm not going to do it. So right. I just started and I was like, let's just go. No, that's great. And it gave us a lot of nice content for this evening's recording. Mm. Yeah, so we spent a lot more time talking about things that happened on Riverdale than things that might happen. But like we said, (laughs) you never know. Things we brought up could possibly show face. We don't know. I really hope. I really hope that they do. That would be exciting. But yeah, so it is, this is coming out on the 28th. So tomorrow. It premieres (laughs) tomorrow. And then we are on vacay for a week. Yeah. Not really, but we're not here for a week. A staycation. A staycation. So that means we will be doubling up both the premiere episode and the second episode. So that's Don't Worry Darling, which is on the 29th. Ugh. And then Skip, Hop, and Thump, which is on April 5th. Honestly, so I like the, the f- idea of getting these out of the way. Like like Emily and Paris, just like bang them out two at a time. <laughs> that's, that's nice. We might be able to do that throughout the season. Cause yeah, maybe. Honestly, the fact that looking at the timeline, we have this goes through the end of August. Yeah, so obviously there's going to be some breaks <laughs> in the middle because oh, I, they're like, going to do their famous yeah. tons of breaks, or like two weeks on, two weeks off, one week on, three weeks off, like a random schedule that no one can keep track of. At least they're back on Wednesday nights. That feels very comfortable and yes. happy for me. <laughs> and you know, we'll definitely hit you when we get. A decent, like decent breaks. We'll hit you with a movie here and there. Our pod pick of the week this week is the sip list. Um, I want to make a point that when we got on Twitter, this Amanda from the sip list was one of the first to really reach out and be extremely supportive. So I just wanted to make a note of that. Her podcast, her and friends, they'll drink wine and do countdowns of their top five favorite anything. So every week is a different topic, and they count down their top five favorites. So that's a lot of fun. So you could check them out. Everything will be listed, obviously, in the Instagram post during the week. And then, again, you know all our stuff. Our show notes always have the link to our socials. And then on our link tree, obviously, you could find all of our other stuff everywhere you can listen to us and all the other fun stuff we got going on. Don't forget about the merch. And if you have any recommendations, if there's something you find hilarious from us, (laughs) <laughs> or just any little things that you think would make great merch. Let us know. And again, anywhere. Instagram, Twitter, email, whatever floats your boat. And treating us to a cocktail still a thing. <laughs> yep, still a thing. <laughs> still a thing. A cocktail or any kind of beverage of your choice. That link is also in our bio. And our link tree, I should say, because that literally has everything. Do you have anything you would like to add? Happy Vernal Equinox, everybody. We made it to spring. We made we it to spring. Done with winter. So Yeah, it's been feeling it's been feeling nice out there. Out of the woods. Hope you're all enjoying the weather. Yes. Except, Except for, for you people who live in really nice places and then you guys. You don't have suck. to worry about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I and it's funny because I brought Lily out before and it was 7.30 and I didn't need the flashlight and that was very nice. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. I loved it. It was one of my favorite things about knowing it's spring now. But And also our next episode, like we said, we're, we're taking the break, so it'll be the 11th. So um, happy Easter to everybody. <laughs> oh, right. Easter, yeah. Because we will be missing Passover and 
uh, I think, Palm yeah. Sunday and yes. Good Friday and, ha- and Holy yeah. Thursday. All those. We're going to wrap those all into one and uh, yeah. guess. Hope you enjoy. And until next time. Mm-hmm.